welcome to Mind Witchery. I'm your host, Natalie Miller, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my dear. Welcome to another episode of Mind Witchery. I'm so glad that you are here to learn a spell for disarming your inner warrior, the part of you that wonders what might happen, the part of you that tends to think about the future in terms of worst-case scenarios, the part of you that looks to the future with dread and fear rather than with an eye toward potential and possibility. Okay, if I'm honest, this isn't exactly a spell. It's maybe a little bit more of an approach. It's a two-pronged approach. Because here is the thing about worrying. Worrying is really not grounded in the present, right? When we are worried, we are thinking ahead to what might happen. We're thinking, what if this? What if that? What if this happens? What if that happens? So our mind is moving into a future that's, that's not here in our current experience. And of course, my love, the only place we really have the power to act is right here in this present moment. Right now, I can make choices. I've chosen to lift my little dog, Kevin, up into my lap. <laughs> He's down here in the studio with me, so you might, maybe he'll snore for you again. I've chosen to talk about this topic today. I have made choices to be here in this present moment because that is where I get to take action, right here and right now in this embodied present moment. When we're worrying, our mind is in a place that our bodies are not. <laughs> we are uh, attempting to deal with scenarios that we're not actually presently capable of managing or addressing. So I love very first of all when I'm disarming my inner worrier. And actually, let me just say for a moment, it is disarming. It's taking her weapons away, <laughs> taking her harm-causing, fear-inducing power away. My inner warrior, I trust, is here for a good reason. She's here to help keep me safe, and that is her intention. It's just that her way of keeping me safe, actually because she's always projecting into a future that's not actually here, her way of keeping me safe is not very helpful. It usually causes more anxiety than anything else. Right? So the very first thing I can do to disarm her is to get present to just be here in this moment. So I love to do things that get me into my body and into my environment. So I might, for example, go for a walk in the woods. I might 
move in some way, do some kind of exercise. Maybe I'll go to the gym and lift weights so that I'm I'm focusing on my own body here in this present moment. It's a checking back into the body because, of course, the body, like my power, is always right here. It's right here in the present moment. I also like to sometimes do something like put something into order that's right here around me. So decluttering a desktop, uh, dusting a shelf off, folding some laundry, uh, doing some dishes, cooking, those sorts of things. And I happen to be a person who loves those those homemaking tasks, but those are all just examples of putting something right around me into order um, in order to help me to be present here in this moment, in this environment, to remind me of my capacity to create peace, to be in flow, and to sustain myself. So getting present and bringing my mind into a present focused state is super helpful as a first approach to disarming the worrier. And, but, because I honor that inner worrier and because I trust that she means well, she wants to help, she wants to protect, she doesn't go about it in the most helpful way, but that is her intention. I love to have conversations with her. So this is where I want to talk a little bit about a different approach to what-if thinking. You probably know what I mean by what-if thinking. It's like, Ooh, it would be nice to move to a bigger house. And then, well, what if we don't like the neighborhood? What if the noise of the highway that's close by is too loud? What if the rent is higher than we can afford? We can afford it right now, but what if we can't afford, what if we can't afford the rent after a while? What if, what if, what if, what if? So that's, this is the inner worrier who is bringing to our attention items of concern. What I find that for me, for my clients, for my beloveds, is the usual approach is to take all of these what ifs and kind of shove them into <laughs> shove them into like out of the kind of central channel of my attention i sort of know that the what ifs are a big pile of trash and i'm just like let me push this out of the way but i know from experience that when you shove the what-ifs into a corner <laughs> of your mind when we don't actually engage with them. They just sort of fester. They fester, they grow, they, they keep pulling at us. They keep nagging at us. So what I love to do 
with what if thinking is to engage it straight on to engage it to say okay what if let me take this seriously let me project myself into that future circumstance what if we don't like the neighborhood well I mean, the lease we're signing is only for a year, so I guess we'll look for another place. I guess that's what I would do. What if it's too noisy? The noise of the, of the highway that's close by is, is too much. What will we do? Well, we can keep the windows closed. It's not ideal, but we could certainly do that. What if... We won't be able to afford the rent. Okay, what if? Well, there are various offers that I can make to make a little more money. We can get some more clients. We have some savings we could dip into. I, I take it very seriously, though. There's this really funny thing with worst-case scenario thinking it starts with the what if, but then it very quickly projects into the future where you are a homeless person living under a bridge and all of your belongings are in a shopping cart. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the what if I lost my job and we kind of astral project into the worst of the worst case scenarios without really thinking about it. Yeah, what if I lost my job? What would I do? What are all of the small steps I would take? What are all of the resources I could tap into before I ended up under a bridge with my belongings in a shopping cart? And it turns out that when we take the, the inner worrier a little more seriously, when we answer her, that is inevitably what we do. We start to tap into resources. And very frankly, if we can't, if there's a what if that we don't have an answer to, well, that might be a what if that's worth listening to. The inner worrier, bless her, <laughs> is here to help, is here to say, oh, change is energy intensive, because it is. The inner worrier understands that planet Earth is a challenging place to live, understands that everything doesn't always go our way. And at the same time, <laughs> our inner worrier does tend to a negativity bias. And she does tend, like I said, to kind of project forward into the worst of the worst case scenarios. But having a conversation with her, engaging each of the what ifs, is magical. Because what happens is we start to say, all right, let's deal with this in a resourceful, 
considerate, creative way rather than just pushing it off to the side. And I think what you will find is that this does disarm the worry. The worry is still there, and my friend, it probably always will be. I don't like to promise a worry-free life. I don't know that that's possible. For me, it isn't. For me, a worry-free life very quickly begins to look like spiritual bypassing. It begins to look like only looking at the world through rose-colored glasses, and I prefer not to do that. I'm here to make this world better, and so I'm, I'm willing to look at some of the shit that is difficult here. When I'm willing to do that, it can be challenging sometimes to be hopeful. When I'm looking at and willing to look at what's not going well, it's a challenge sometimes to balance that with potential, with resourcefulness, with creativity. But that is precisely what to do. Okay, it's just a little one for you today. How to disarm your inner warrior. Number one, get present. Bring your mind back into this present moment right here. Everything your inner warrior is bringing to you is not happening right now because that's not worry. (laughs) Worry is about what might happen, not what is happening. The place that you have power is right here in this present moment. So the first thing to do to disarm the inner warrior, to get her to put down her weapons, is to get present right here. And then part two is actually engaging the what-if thinking. I did this with a client just today. What if my new program doesn't work? And I said, yeah, what if? What will you do? And interestingly, when she stopped pushing away the worry and actually engaged it, okay, let me put on my resourceful, creative, possibility-oriented perspective. Let me let that perspective have a conversation with the worrier. So the worrier says, what if the clients, what if the, what if the clients don't like it? What if the program doesn't work? Yes, what if? What will you do? And it turns out there are myriad things to do. That there's so many places to turn for help, so many resources, so many adjustments, big and small, that we can make. But only from a place of presence with the problem, only from a place that is creative and resourceful and willing to be with the worry. So your inner worrier, she gets to stay around, in my opinion. She gets to stay around. She gets to say, "Uh, what if? But we love her. We put our arm around her and we say, yeah, let's talk that through. And as we do that, we see, oh, she's actually here 
on my side. Not to make me anxious, not to keep me up at night. She's here to keep me safe. She just has to learn how to be a little more effective at it. (laughs) Or I got to learn how to love her. All right, my loves, that's your spell for this week. A spell, okay, really an approach for disarming your inner warrior. Thank you so much for being here. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mind Witchery. To catch all the magic I'm offering, please subscribe to the show. Or if you want a little bit of weekly witchiness in your inbox, sign up for my Sunday letter at mindwitchery.com. If today's episode made you think of a friend or loved one, your sister, your neighbor, please tell them about it. We need more magic makers in this troubled world. Like all good things, this podcast is co-created by stellar people. Our music is by fabulous DJ, artist, and producer, Shammy D. Our gorgeous art is by the sorcerers at New Moon Creative. Mind Witchery is produced in conjunction with Particulate Media, K.O. Myers, executive producer. And I am Natalie Miller. Till next time.